Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer. I'm your host today, as usual, Joe Meyer. Thank you for joining me today on another episode. And I'm trying to get back into the habit of things of, I guess, trying to get back into doing regular pods. Um, I know with the holidays, everything going on, I know sometimes I don't get the opportunity to. I didn't get the opportunity to because sometimes it's just about family time. and, 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 you know, sometimes we definitely have to put those times aside, those other hobbies. And this is more than a hobby to me, but... Um, but still, family comes first, as really what I'm trying to say. So hopefully everyone out there, you know, understands that sentiment. I don't know who is listening out there. Uh, some of you, I, I don't get, to be honest, I, I don't get a lot of, um, I guess, listeners, which is, you know, a little disappointing at times, but it's okay. Um, I My pod is still new. Again, I am somebody that's not really anybody, so, you know, um, so people will probably will, you know, may not ever turn to me unless I really make a, a larger presence online. I don't really make a presence. I don't have social media. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I don't have anything like that. Um, so it's important that, you know, you know, I do have my um, WordPress, my blog. I do have that, which is put on there as soon as I, you know, um, finish my pods, and they, and then others on my um, podcast, um, excuse me, blog can actually hear them and be connected to my podcast. But that's probably the only connection I really have. And for those of everyone out there who goes searching um, for my pod, you know. But um, let's get started as usual, and I have my first song I wanted to play. Hopefully, I don't lose my podcast. I'm I'm using a, a different device today, and sometimes, you know, devices don't always work the way you want them to. So let's see and how this turns out if I get, you know, hopefully I don't get to my whole pod and then suddenly lose it because I'm going to be pretty ticked off, you know. So let's start off with kind of our, our theme a little bit. Um, and go from here. This is a song that many of you probably have heard over and over again. Not from me recently, but just one that you've probably heard in, you know, in film. And so it's by the late, great James Brown.
What a great song, isn't it, folks? Living in America. That's right. Something that many of us should remember, right? That we live in America, folks. And many will say, the greatest country to ever exist. You know, being an American, I can't disagree with that, but I know we, you know, we have our faults, we have our flaws, but, you know, we're, we're, we're getting there, all right? We are getting there. Hopefully, you know, when we get past the civil war that's going to about to take place on our country, but, you know, but we'll, we'll see, right? And, you know, in, in, in a way I joke, but in a way I don't, because there is, you know, an internal civil war that's taking place, right? People are mad. People are upset. You know? It's unfortunate that we have to, you know, live like this. You know? <sighs> you know, I, I again, I, I'm not here to make our... Um, I'm not here to make my podcasts, you know, political. That That's not... That's not why I'm why I want to do this, right? You know, I want to do this because there I have a voice. You have a voice. We all have a voice, right? And it's important that we share those voices, right? Sometimes, some sometimes you know I'm speechless. <laughs> From what's happening in this country. Sometimes I don't know what to say. Because you, you see right now that this week is inauguration week. With Joe Biden elect, president elect and Kamala Harris as vice president. Who in her own right has, you know, made history, right? As the first black woman, Asian American, you know, as, as far as, you know... Indian or Jamaican, I, I forget what uh, heritage she is, um, but it's important to realize that. I know Joe Biden's been in government for over 45 years, you know? Many people do not like Joe Biden. Many people did not vote for Joe Biden because they like him. And this is something that people have to understand. Many people voted for the sheer fact of wanting to vote out Donald Trump, okay? And for many people out there, that was worth the risk, okay? Now, I, I don't know what would have pertained to the situation if Donald Trump took, got another four years. Who, who knows, right? I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fortune teller. I'm not a prophet. I don't know, everyone. I really don't. I do know that, you know... I suspect our country would have been in great deal of trouble, okay? And I mean that. You know, I really do. I'm sorry to say that. But a lot of people are mad. Even, you know, many in the Christian community who are upset with what's taken place, right? Listening to my pastor today, um, you know, he went on a little rant about the fact that, yeah, he was pretty mad that, you know, and hoping... That as of January 6th, that um, Donald Trump would be president. You know? Now, did he put down Joe Biden? 
No, not necessarily, you know, but you could tell his frustration, you know, um, you could tell that, you know, he was, he, that's who he voted for, you know, that's who he wanted. A lot of people wanted that, you know, I suspect this is what I feel in my heart. Joe Biden will do everything in his power to, you know, make things great for us. And it, but it's going to take time, right? It's, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, right? It's not. It's not. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take, it could take a year, it could take two years, it could take three years before we fully recover, if we do recover. From everything that's taking place in our country, right? Um, but but I suspect that he's going to try, right? I know the unknown out there is people are scared. People are scared, and you know I, I don't know what makes this presidency so much different than past presidencies. I guess because many of us, we really don't know what went on in the last four years. In the Trump administration, in the sense of behind closed doors, we really don't, because government hasn't always been, and even today, in my opinion, is not completely always transparent in the things that they do. Right? I mean, even in my opinion, when we, and although we suspect that they were doing things, you know, when when situations like um, Edward Snowden, you know, revealed, um, I think in NSA, what they, you know, what they were doing to us, right? Um, Deep down, we know that they're watching. We know that they're listening. Um, You know, they are. You know, government listens. And they listen with the help of, you know, um, technology, like Google, tech companies, like, you know, probably Twitter and and Facebook, and and really tapping into, you know, the American people and and listening in on what we're saying, right? Surprisingly, yeah, they got a lot of chatter on the recent, um, you know, insurrection, protests, whatever you want to call it, you know, um, on you know January 6th. And they're still discovering and they're still getting people who were at that. And they, I think they're at 100 people. I think they anticipate maybe they're going to bring in about 300 people and charge them. It could be much more. Who knows, right? Um, you have apologists who are, you know, who are defending those insurrectionists who try to went into the Capitol and destroy things, especially those who, you know, you know, beat up people or killed a cop or, you know, or, and did those things. And there, there are people who, you know, defend those kind of people, which is horrific, horrible instances what happened on that day should have never happened should have never happened you know so sorry I had to tell my daughter another not another juice because she's been getting the juice boxes. So, geez, <laughs> she loves those things, as kids know. As you, as for those of you who have kids, know, you know, 
She loves all the bad things that Pop loves, you know, but I don't eat those as much as I once did. So, you know, um, I, ha I have a sweet tooth. Um, I love candy, but I have to be careful because, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. So I shouldn't be eating all that stuff anyways. But, um, but anyways, the, what's going to happen this week? Who knows, right? Um, there's been chatter with FBI, with probably other foreign agencies that um, people are going to be, you know, take, trying to take control of our capitals in all 50 states, which just blows my mind about what could potentially take place. And, um, and it just amazingly, you know, how anyone's going to allow this, I, I don't get it. I, I, you know, we have about what, 25,000 National Guard at DC right now in preparing for the inaugura inauguration. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I apologize. But, um, getting ready for what's going to take place there, you know, and we'll see. I pray that nothing happens. I pray that, you know, it's calm and, and, but we, we have the whole army out there, <laughs> you know, protecting Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris. So I, I foresee that, you know, hopefully everything's going to be fine, you know. Um, but other than that, folks, we are at a very difficult place in this world, in this country right now, right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, well, this is where I'm at right now, is that I, I know the damage that has been done with social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you decide to use, know this, okay? Yes, it's, it can be used as a tool for connecting with people, but it can also be used as a tool for evilness, spread misinformation, spread lies by a lot of individuals within our own country, also from outside the country, bad actors from other countries who are just trying to confuse us and give us um, bad information so that we don't know what the full truth is out there. All right. You know, uh, conspiracy theorists like QAnon, right? I'll never understand how people believe in that conspiracy. I, I just, I, I don't understand, you know? E even people who are cons supposed to be considered intelligent individuals who went to college, got an education. And you may say, Joseph, well, what does that have to do with, you know, believing in a QAnon or something, right? Well, you know, we're taught to think critically. But maybe those individuals miss that part of the, the, um, the part in that class about thinking critically and, and trying to do research and, and on your own before coming to a conclusion of believing these wild, wild, wild conspiracies, right? I mean, and I can't say this enough, you know, and you may say, well, what does this have to do with what I'm about to say? Well, think about it. Okay. Pick up a damn book. People read for once in a while, read, read and pick up a book. That's what you got to do. You know, go, get offline. Fill your mind with things that are other than lies and conspiracies and, and people filling your thoughts with, with garbage. You know, you know, especially, you know, I'm sorry. I, I know uh, you may say, well, you know, filling your mind with right wing media, you know. 
And I know left wing is not that great either, you know, but right wing is so much, in my opinion, so much more harmful to to those individuals, to people who watch it. You know, the Fox News, One Known Network, um, Newsmax, Hannity, Ingram, you name it, you know. Now, now I'm not going to say, well, you know, CNN is unbiased, you know. Yeah, they do have a liberal view. They do. Okay, nothing necessarily wrong with that. But at least they're a little bit more balanced, in my opinion, you know. But I, I ultimately believe that it's all entertainment, you know. It's entertainment. They have to vibe. They have to live off ratings. That's what they live off of, ratings. And if they don't make their ratings, they don't make money. They don't get advertisers. They don't get people to contribute to to uh, go towards their causes. Meaning that, you know, if for instance Hannity puts out a new book, yeah, they're gonna want he's gonna want people to buy his new book, right? He has a great um, way of just putting out there free advertising to the world, right? And so does people on CNN and other other networks, right? So it's just about the money, you know. Do do I think that? They don't care about, you know, being factual. You know, in, in one sense, I think that right-wing media doesn't really care about the facts. They, 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 their agenda is really um, sometimes to confuse, but it's really about money-making, right? You know, um, that's my opinion anyways. But um, I may be wrong. And, and if I'm wrong, I'll apologize. You know, I, I think we all have to get used to the idea of being wrong more often because things are getting confusing out there. You know, we are all getting eventually older. We all have to realize that there are people out there who are going to try to give us information that will ultimately lead us to making decisions that are not in our best interests. Okay, so we have to think of, we have to remember that. All right. So sometimes I have to take a deep breath because you know it, you sh- we shouldn't even have to say these things out there in the world. You know, we we have a you know we we live in a world of greed. We live in a world of people who just care about themselves. We live in a world where you know. We have a modern day slavery, which is the labor who gets, uh, who gets low wages to do a job that makes companies, corporations, millions, if not billions of dollars, right? The biggest drift is corporate America sometimes, right? Now, I'm not saying every company doesn't care about their workers. Of course, that's not that would not be true. It is my belief that people in in areas such as fast food, retail should get paid more money. And, and the big disagreement is, well, oh, well, well, you know, if they're if you're going to pay people fifteen dollars an hour, then they're going to have to raise prices on everything. Um, not necessarily, okay? Not necessarily. McDonald's, for instance, you know makes billions of dollars, right? 
and they pay their people less than minimum. Well, uh, the minimum federal minimum I think is seven point two five percent, seven twenty five or seven fifty around there. Um, but I, I know most employers they offer you know higher wages, thirteen dollars sometimes fourteen depending on that's their kind of their minimum, right? There should be a set, you know, hey, $15 an hour and up, right? We can all, companies can all live off that. They can all survive off that, right? And I think that that needs to, that needs to be done, you know, in my opinion. I don't know if we're ever going to get there. I really don't. I hope so. Um, Hopefully Joe Biden will do that. I know with this new stimulus package, you know, I think it's, I don't know what it's called, but trying to raise the minimum wage. I don't know if that's going to particularly fly in this stimulus package. It may be something that he may have to do separately. Um, uh, personally, I think he should probably do that separately um, because that should be a whole separate issue that should be debated. Um, it shouldn't be out of uh, out of a whole package. But hey, if Congress accepts it and they're willing to do it, go for it. But most likely Congress is not going to accept that, you know? And it's not so much coming from the House of Representatives on the Democrat side. It's mostly the, the Republicans. They don't want people to have higher wages. They don't feel people deserve to have higher wages, right? They, you know, they hate any chance of, like, taking money away from their corporate donors, you know, because their corporate donors are going to complain to them, oh, hey, Mr. Congressman or Mrs. Congressman, woman, excuse me. Um, you know, you need to make sure that this does not go through because we do not want to pay our workers $15 an hour even though we're making billions of dollars in profit each, each year, you know? So, crazy. Crazy. I hope we, we, we learn because other, other countries... Are prospering, are prospering in helping their workers have better wages, better standard of living. And we can't even do that here. Pretty ridiculous, isn't it? Pretty ridiculous. But let's, say what the, let's see what the next four years are going to be like, folks. Let's see what it's going to be like. I hope it's going to be okay. But I anticipate that the people within this country, I'm not necessarily talking about Congress. I'm talking about the citizens of this country are going to start things to try to destabilize our country, destabilize the government. Just like we tr- the attempt was done on, you know, you know, January 6th in in the Capitol, right? So, we'll see what happens this week, you know? I don't know. But, let's talk about something else, right? So, you know, the new year is here. A fresh start is here, right? We need to all really focus on what we want for this new year, right? 
We need to focus on what good things we hope to create out of this year. Because there can be good things. It's not all doom and gloom, everybody. Although that's what people want. There are obviously people out there who want that kind of situation where things are just horrible, you know? I just look at, you know, for instance, I was thinking about this, right? Um, the situation in Uganda, right? Where they're currently doing elections and it's being contested by the oppression, um, which is a dictatorship. I, I, from what I was reading, it's, it's a form of military dictatorship. And we have this young man, I think he's like 38 years old. You know, he, 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 they had an election, you know, and it's being contested because that dictator who is, I believe is 76 years old, does not want to give up power. Does that sound familiar folks? These people in Uganda, you know, obviously live nothing like we live here. I was watching a video of, of, I think his last name is wine, Bobby wine i think that's what his name is let me see here yeah january 14th they just had elections to elect president and the parliament right and they say the incumbent uganda's Museveni, which sounds like Mussolini, <laughs> declared election winner, right? Now, I don't know much about Uganda. I'm going to be honest with you. I do not, you know, but I just look at, obviously, that country. You look at how they live, completely different than here in the United States, right? Bobby Wine, all right? You weary... Museveni, right, Ugandan politician who has been president of Uganda since 1986, folks. And I'm just reading off Wikipedia here. He was involved in rebellions that toppled Uganda leaders. Right? Has been marred by involvement in a civil war in the Democratic Republic of Congo and Great Lakes region, the rebellion in northern Uganda. Um, by the Lord's Resistance Army, which caused a human, human humanitarian emergency and the suppression of political oppression and constitutional amendments, scrapping presidential term limits and the presidential age limit in 2000, from 2000, 2017. Wow. A real dictator, right? A real dictator. And you look at, at what's, what happens in this in Uganda, right? You know, you look at if this was ever to take place in, a, in our country, right? What would, what would our country be like? It would not be America anymore, folks. It would not be America. You know, we would be oppressed. We would have wars. We'd have civil wars. Um, I... I fully believe that we would have something similar to the purge probably going on in this country 
you know, and 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 people, I joke in a sense about my wife, like, oh, well, one day when when's the purge going to take place? Yeah, so I, that's not funny, Joseph. Yeah, I know it's not. But the purge is something that people would probably want to happen in this country, right? And if you've ever watched the films The Purge, I don't know, they have like three or four of them, but um, you would know just what just what um, kind of society we'd live in if we had allowed that, you know? And I'm looking online now, right? So The Purge, right? Which is the film, obviously. It doesn't really exist, but... The Purge, on a series of action thrillers, um, the films represent a seemingly normal, crime-free America in the near future. But the truth is that a country is dystopia, which celebrates an annual national holiday known as The Purge, a day in which crime, including murder, becomes legal for a 12-hour period. This franchise started in 2013. The Purge, directed by creator um, DeMonico, who's also directed two sequels and wrote the screenplays for all films in the series. There's also a series, obviously. A fifth installment, The Forever Purge, is scheduled um, for July 9th, 2021. and is intended to be the final film franchise. In addition to the films, the franchise has spawned a 20-episode television series. All right. You know, people think about the concept. People think about, especially in films today, you know, and, and people wonder sometimes, and I know I don't wonder, but people wonder, like, why, where do people think of these ideas, right? You know, you know you, you're just kind of, in, in a sense, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly for creativity and being creative and thinking of new ideas and new things like books and movies and miniseries and what you name it, right? Because I, I consider myself an, a creative being. You know, I love to write. I love to write fiction, right? And my current book that I'm writing right now, I'm on going on, you know, revisions and editing right now. You know, I don't really want to say what it's fully about because then I would give away the whole plot and everything. But really, it, it's, it, it, it does involve government. It does involve a pandemic-type-like situation. It does involve, you know, mystery. So there's a lot of different areas that I will be focusing on in the book, right? But, you know, could it be turned into a movie? Yeah, it'd be nice to one day. I don't know. I got to finish it first. Hopefully this year I can finish it and, and you know, be nice to get a publisher or self-publish, you know, thinking about that. But, um, but yeah, I'm a creative being and I understand that, you know, I, we draw writers, you know, screenwriters, you know, people who, who create things, music even, you know, we get all our inspirations from different areas, right? And movies is one of those. In my opinion, movies has really been one of those areas that um, that I've drawn off of because the book I'm writing now is not like a rip off of other movies or nothing like that. But there are 
certain ideas infused in my writing that I've gotten from books I've read or movies I've seen or TV shows, you know, to create my own creation. And I, and I truly believe, and I, I mean this, is that imitation is the best flattery, right? When people try to imitate you, it is one of the best flatteries that you can think of, right? So thinking about this, let's, let's go into my next song here because I get kind of long-winded and I start <laughs> talking about other topics and getting off topic. But let's, let's play this next recognizable song, all right? to the jungle you know when I when I think of songs and especially with my creative side and and I'm thinking about a, a when I'm writing a piece of literature right or when I'm writing a blog or I'm, I'm really trying to think creatively about you know a, a picture of what I want to display to those readers who one day will read my book right in my mind I want them to to have a, a soundtrack <laughs> in their mind, you know. And when you think of like a movie, you think of like there's a soundtrack behind it, right? You think of whether it's slow, fast, and and this is one of those songs that I tend to think about, you know, you know, playing in the background of one of my one of my movies, my future movies, one day that I'm gonna write or whatever. Somebody's gonna write the screenplay off of my book or something. Um, and just really fast paced, just, you know, excitement, thriller, bang, bang, boom, bing, you know, <laughs> just, you never know, you know, and I, I say that to, to replicate, you know, there's going to be some, you know, fighting or something going on, you know, because sometimes good old action Rambo type 
expendable type action is needed, right? It just gets your blood flowing. It gets you going. You know, it gets exciting. And that's what I love about, you know, I've always loved movies. I've always loved books, reading. I've always loved, you know, TV and not that I, I try to watch like a ton of TV, you know, because, you know, one thing that I, I do agree with with Stephen King is that he says that TV basically kills your creativity, right? And I, I believe that. If you watch too much TV, if you're sitting on the couch just watching TV and you're trying to be creative and you're trying to write a book or write a screenplay or write something, that, will, that, that definitely can kill it because you lose your focus. You lose your focus, right? And I believe... You need your complete focus. You know, many writers, including myself, we write at specific times. You need to be in a distraction-free environment. Now, I wish I had that, but I usually have a pretty much 90% time distraction-free when I'm writing. My daughter's in the other room. She's playing. I'm here on my computer writing, right? So I have that that freedom. Um and it gives me a chance to get through that. Now, it is a slow process, you know. I don't understand how some people can crank out books in like three months. And sometimes they fully publish them. Now, I'm, I'm not a professional writer. I have a, two, a full-time job and a part-time job and a family, right? It would be a dream if I could become a full-time writer, right? That would be awesome if I get like a three... Three, a three book deal for a million bucks, I'll be happy. I'll be happy right there, right? That would be awesome. But um, who knows, right? Who knows? But um, we have to be sure that our creativity is undeterred or, un, uh, you know, we have to be focused in those in those things that we, you know, we're trying to be involved in, you know? Um, many of you just like, you know, I'll use another example. If you if you hit the gym and you want to get some certain results, right? You have to be going to the gym a certain amount of days. You have to do certain things, eat right, drink plenty of water, do certain things, right? You know, you, you can't be, you know, cheating, so to speak all the time, you know, cause that's going to affect your results, right? So things like that. Now I've been writing this book. Went on three years. I just started this year with the... So I wrote the original. Last year I finished the revision. So I'll say we're in 2021, right? So (laughs) I'm trying to remember here. 2021, 2020, 2019. I believe I started writing the beginning of 2019 in April sometime. Finished in October of 2019, right? Finished the second draft, October, I think of last year sometime. I'm trying to think, but um, but again, and then I'm, I'm revis- revising it again, you know, editing, fine-tuning it. So it's going to take time, you know? So some books take six years, seven years. I think... Uh, 
you know, certain authors who wrote these incredible books, they took a, a long time to write that great book, right? And perfection takes time, right? <laughs> um, so who knows, you know? I, I really am going to push forward and um, keep focused on my book because I do really want to get it out there one day, right? But anyways... Today, I don't know. Today, maybe we'll just have a shorter talk today, you know, um, shorter conversation and go from there. And that's okay, too. Sometimes we don't necessarily have to talk for an hour. Sometimes we could talk for 45 minutes and still have a, a, a worth, worthwhile um, conversation, right? So, everyone... I'll just say this, okay? Everyone, I, w I just want to wish everyone a great new year. Be safe out there. Be safe this week. Be careful. There's a lot going on. People are fighting. People are starting crap. Just stay home. Right? And, and and this is not to oppress you. This is not to say, well, you're just trying to keep us indoors and you're, you're just trying to make, be like one of those, uh, like everyone else. Um, and, you know, and that's not it. It's really about being safe. It's really about not putting yourself in harm's way, folks. It's not putting yourself in a situation that you can't get out of and then it's too late. Especially with the law, especially with police, especially with people doing some rather crazy things out there right now. And feeling emboldened to, to get away with it. You know? Do I feel like I want to go out there and do something do I get all ramped up and I want to go, I want to go fight it. I want to go fight. Yeah, I admit, I, there, there, you know, I do feel like that sometimes. I feel like this within me is, is boiling this, this frustration, this anger of what's happening in our country, right? Am I angry at a person? No. I will say that what's happening in our country is something that, was always going to eventually happen eventually. It was going to boil over because of how things are in our country. We live in a fairly prosperous country, but there are still a lot of people out there suffering. There are people going without. There are the haves and have-nots. There's corporate America versus you and me. There's us, each of us, trying to survive and then trying to make it and life is tough you know I've always believed that education can lead the way to a better life I truly believe that to this day we need to educate ourselves I mean that you, I, everybody needs to educate themselves better okay folks we can do it. I truly trust that.
but you need to put the effort to try harder, right? America is a great country. I believe that. I know we're imperfect. I know we're flawed. I know we, we have a very, you know, difficult past with things that our country, our government, our citizens, people have done. I think we have to remember that, that we can be better. We just have to make the effort. We do. I hope that people try in this year. You know, I'm really praying for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And yeah, they may not be what many would consider, you know, Christian, so to speak. But I believe that the truth of God lies in Joe Biden. I'm not sure about Kamala Harris. I'm not, not sure if she's a Christian or believes in God or what. I'm not sure. We don't know. Although Joe Biden's a Catholic, he has some, you know, I guess, I don't know. How should I word it? Um, some. Oh, drawing my words here. He has some interaction. I don't know if interaction is a good word. Some involvement in going to church, hearing the word of God as a Catholic. And I think that's important because it touches your heart how to be better people. If you any of you have ever been to church, you know what that feels like, that you just feel this sense of peace to know that God's in control. God's in control, right? So one thing I, I, I want to just read to you something real quick before we end. And this may be a point that many people may turn away, but I hope, I hope you listen, right? So I have like these devotionals that I read um, from Dr. Der- Jerry, um, Jeremiah, David Jeremiah. So today it was going over 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. His own special people that you that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So thinking about this, he does like a little description. Anthony Bourdain, the globe-trotting television chef who took his own life, wrote in a memoir, Your body is not a temple. It's an amusement park. Enjoy the ride. That's how Bourdain lived. He enjoyed experience, indulged, abused, ate, drank, and wandered around until his ride came to a tragic stop. Now, these are not my words, folks. These are David Jeremiah. But our lives are not amusement rides. They are designed as temples for the Holy Spirit, who lives within us when Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. We are here on assignment, and Christ lives through us as we labor for glory. Because of of the resurrection of Christ, our time on earth is not futile. Our days are filled with hope and optimism because the one living within us overcame sin, death, and the devil, and hell. We may never travel to the ends of the earth for television, but we represent a Savior who is reaching the ends of the earth with the good news, and we are part of His program. So we have to remember that, right? There's a bigger, there's a God, there's a God who loves us, who is watching over us, who knows the past, present, and future. And although many of what's going on today is a little scary, 
we don't know what the outcome's going to be. God knows. God knows. Right? So again, thank you everyone um, for joining me. Just listen to Living in America, right? And you know what? I, I little pop trivia. Where'd this song originate from? Oh. Where? Most of you probably know this. Rocky IV, right? As many of you know, I'm a big Rocky fan. Love those films. Love the, the messaging behind it. You know? It's going to be a sad day when Stallone no longer with us, right? So that's going to be a sad day. I, I surely will feel bad, but everyone has a day and a time, right? Thank you for everyone for joining me on Just Talk with Joe Meyer. Looking forward to speaking with all of you next time. Thank you. God bless. Be safe. And until our next conversation.